This episode of the Press Row Podcast is brought to you by Out of the Park Baseball 21, just announced and available worldwide on March 20th, 2020, but you can pre-order it today and you can get it for a 10% discount and you can get early public beta access on March 17th and you can get a free gold pack for Perfect Team if you pre-order it today from ootpdevelopments.com. Just Google Out of the Park Baseball 21. That'll get you there too. Out of the Park Baseball 21 is by far the biggest and the best version of the game that we've ever made. And that's saying something because this series has twice won the Metacritic PC Game of the Year. No other game has achieved that feat. I'm not going to throw a ton of feature lists at you. We actually talk about the game later on, but I'm just telling you this. This is what I do for a living, and this is also my passion. And it's amazing to be able to, to be a small part of bringing this game to market. It is the real deal. And if you love the Press Row Podcast and what we've been doing and will keep on doing, you could certainly help us out by checking out Out of the Park Baseball 21. All right, on with the show. This is going to be a lot of fun. The Press Row Podcast is back. Welcome back to the Press Row Podcast. It is the first Press Row Podcast of 2020. Brian Weedai, I said on the last couple of shows that we'd be very likely doing more Press Rows than we had been in the past. That turned out to be completely wrong in every single way. <laughs> you could say it now that we're going to be get, get back into the groove of things now. But uh, we but just really. said it before, so no one's going to believe yeah. us. Well, that's okay. We just have to prove them wrong. <laughs> um, it is uh, we're turning things around here as the uh, the gaming season kind of starts to ramp up. We've got a couple games really uh, imminent or out already. Uh, not necessarily console, but there are are several here on the horizon too. And then uh, I think it's going to be a particularly interesting year in well in gaming, but oh. in, in sports gaming with. Uh, with yes. the, the new consoles, oh my and gosh. there's yeah. still a lot of uncertainty about Tons. what that's actually going to mean, which and is, which to me is fun because it, the predictability of the last couple of years have kind of worn me down. So I'm looking forward to uh, being surprised or pleasantly surprised. I would hope. And look, I am too. I am. You know me, Brian. I am. You give me the opportunity to buy a shiny new mainstream video game console i am mm-hmm. on board right i'm you know as long as as like any of us we're we're blessed to have the purchasing power right video games are it's an expensive hobby right but you know if you have the wherewithal to to get it and and these days i'm very you know glad that i do yeah i'm all for it give me a beautiful new console um and it's also you know the reason Brian, it, it may sound almost um like, uh, just it, it may sound strange, but like I'm excited for the new console generation. But I also like if you know, let's say you know you get whatever the new, whether it's the new Xbox or the new PlayStation, um, you know, day one, right? And and there's problems, like there often are. You know, the network doesn't work or things don't connect or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the PlayStation Four and the and the Xbox One for me right now, I'm having so much fun playing them, like. I'll be even okay if like that happens because you know these these machines are going to be coming in hot 
they're going to be working and connecting to very complex networks and they're going to have a massive spike in demand on day one. Like, you know, you talk about uncertainty, Brian. There's uncertainty with these machines. There's uncertainty with, with what the specs are going to be. There's uncertainty with what the price is going to be. There's uncertainty now about whether the machines will even be able to be put together, you know, because of the of the virus situation. Like, there's uncertainty yeah. on top of uncertainty on top of uncertainty here. And it's really fascinating to watch. Fascinating to watch. So, yeah, you say Our, it's going to be an interesting year, Brian. Yeah. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Is it going to be well, interesting? I, yeah, I, I, I feel like I don't know what to expect from them. Like, you just went through a great list of, of uh, questions that, that remain here that we may not have answers to for a while. But uh, is this going to be like the like a typical console no. generation? Or is it going to be like what we saw when you went from an Xbox One to an Xbox One X or a PS4 to a PS4 Pro? Is it going to be that you play the same game on the Xbox One as you do as the Xbox Series X? I don't like that name, in but some, I have to call it that. <laughs> in um, some cases, you will, yes. Because I think I think a lot of your live service games from this generation, meaning the current generation, they're just going to have a slightly remastered, if not even remastered. And I use the word just, right? Like, I'm not trying to diminish. Like, it takes an effort no matter what. But there's going to be a lot of popular live service games where I don't think, and I don't, I don't know, I have no information, where I don't think you're going to play it on a PS5 or an Xbox Next, whatever the, it, it's called, and go, oh, my gosh, this looks so much different. It might right. look a little different. It might look the same. I think there's going to be five to ten experiences on the new machines that are going to push boundaries, but I think there's going to be materially significantly higher number of games that you won't won't be a wild difference between PS4 and PS5. But I think that's okay uh, because, you know, I mean, it, it may sound strange, but how much of a leap forward can we really make? Both from a no, from a technical perspective, like when you go from 4K to whatever is after 4K, like the TV 8K. I have, you know, the TV I have is kind of really good. You know, you know what I have, right? Like it, it can. Right. It, will another machine like will, will there will it pop off the screen? Now, obviously, to people who are really into the techs and into this kind of stuff, they'll be able to point to certain experiences and be like, "Wow, yeah, that's huge." But to somebody like me, who is you know a a enthusiast, but not a technical guy. I don't even right. know, you know, what kind of massive leaps forward these things are going to have. And again, I think that's okay, right? I think I think that's okay. Like I, all of this, I, I'm excited for and interested to see, but I'm not expecting nor even necessarily demanding some sort of significant leap forward, at least right off the bat. I feel like uh, in the past, when you've had the the, the leap from generation to generation, it's been uh, many things that would attract like casual gamers in, in in that wow look at those graphics wow look at these what these new games can do with it and you're right I don't think we're going to see anything dramatic in that sense but it is going to be the the technical side of things where you see the improvements and we've talked about this before where it's going to be you know uh, instant loading to, or you know removed loading times you're not really going to have to deal with loading times anymore it's going to be better frame rates you know and and all these things really on the back end that 
you're not going to see on the back uh, on on a. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say on the back of a, uh, a a game box, but not many people buy the boxes anymore. No, but there, don't. It, I don't. It, it, uh, I still I still kind of prefer it, but uh, I like the old stuff I have. Game. Like the the, the yeah. remaining physical games I have, I'm not getting rid of. I've got I don't know, maybe a hundred, two hundred, maybe three hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, I I got them in like three or four boxes in my closet. You know, Xbox 360, PS3, PS2, OG Xbox. Like, I got a bunch of that stuff. Bunch of that stuff. I'm not getting rid of any of that. I, I did through the years. Like, I used to trade in games regularly. But uh, I'm what I've kept, what I still have, I'm happy that I have. But I don't think I'll ever buy a physical game again. Just like I'm never going to buy a physical, uh-huh. you know, CD for music or, or uh, you know, uh, a movie DVD like that's just not the world yeah. that I live in I just you know and I don't mean to yeah. sound like obnoxious no. it's just you know the way that I, I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a deep enough enthusiast in any of those to, to get physical copies right. and stuff anymore so I'll tell you though even even if it is just uh, those things I mentioned it makes a difference when I went from the Xbox One to Xbox One X it was uh, uh, something I really recognized and appreciated was you know, loading times that were load into a game of Madden and instead of a minute 20, it took 30, 30 seconds or something, you know, and it's that stuff adds up. And so if you have practically no loading times, especially people who are playing the ultimate team type modes that are in and out and in and out of games and in and out of challenges, challenges sometimes that take can take longer than or uh, that aren't even as long as the loading time to get into them. Um, we've seen that with with pretty much every sports game that has that that challenge uh that difficulty uh with with loading times and finding the right balance and finding ways like in the show to have you play multiple games without having in road to the show without having to go back to the menus and and things of that nature so um those things matter i just i don't know if it's flashy enough to to be you know the typical generation excitement that you get when you get that uh that rollout and uh, and it it brings me to where i I'm not uh, – I'm going to ask you what your plans are, but I'm not certain I'm going to buy both right off the bat. Like I I think I'm more likely going to get the Xbox um, if I only get one. But really, I guess it depends on the exclusives and everything because the first-party games from Sony are some of my favorites, and I'm not going to miss out on those. I don't want to miss out on those. Um but uh, like with the news that MLB The Show is going to be multi-platform starting next year, so I don't need a PS5 to play MLB The Show in 2021. Gives me the option then to to get a an Xbox Series X or you know that rather than uh, uh, get the necessity to have both. Are you uh, planning to get both of them same time? Day one, give me both. Yeah. And again. It's it, you know. I I have the purchasing power, and I don't I don't have, you know. I, I don't know how this comes across, but I don't drive like a really nice car. I I have nice stuff, but like I don't I don't spend money like a crazy person, which affords me the ability to spend. You know, I can buy a new console this year. I can buy both consoles, and assuming and and this is the assumption. Assuming I can get them both, right? I can pre-order them from Amazon. I can have them both delivered, right? As, as soon as I can get them, you know, without having to, you know, go through like an eBay auction channel, right? I'll get them. You know what I mean? I'm not going to wait online for one, though. Like, 
I waited outside on a line for like 12 or 13 or 14 hours for the Xbox 360 on its launch day. Like, I've done that. It's been a long time. I don't mm-hmm. know when that was, Brian, but I, that, you mm-hmm. know. But I, I was, think even with that, even with that one, that was like the first time where I was able to pre-order. We, they had all the online pre-orders. It was uh, for the Xbox 360. And, of course, everyone got the red rings. <laughs> Right. And then had to deal with the return process, uh, which was not fun. But oh, yeah, it's, it's been a long time since terrible. since I, I did the stand in line type of thing. That's, yeah, well, that's, that's the last time I did the early early to mid two thousands. Yeah. So I'm not going to do that. But like you know, the, as soon as I can acquire them, the way that that you know most of these kinds of things I get, which is you know through Amazon or some sort of electronic retailer for. For electronics, I'm getting it. Uh, day one, I'm in. I want it. I, I'm an enthusiast. This is what I love. I want to play the best stuff on the best machines. Um, and as long as I'm able to do that, that's what I'm going to do. Right? It's it's a lot of money, but it's not, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. Well, look, right? It's, people, it's, spend, people spend, a, what, a thousand bucks on an iPhone? Well, right. And look, I don't, you I know, don't movies but, are not my yeah. thing, right? I, I'm, I don't, you know, people have their different things that they're into, right? Like, I don't spend a lot of money on, on hobbies or anything, right? Like, video games is sort of the, the one, you know, luxury, mm-hmm. really, that, that, I, that I do. And I don't say that like I sacrifice. It's just like that's sort of, you know, it, with an extremely limited amount of time, I'm glad that I can have a PlayStation 4 Pro and an Xbox One X, you know, and I can... When a new game comes out, I can either play it because I have it on the Game Pass or I can buy it because, you know, I have the ability to do it. So I'm excited and I want to see what they got. And, and I also, by the way, I'm telling you right now, will not be the least bit upset if they get delayed after the year. Because all, we all we've heard is holiday 2020. And if it doesn't come out in holiday 2020, I'm totally fine with that, Brian. Because mm-hmm. I'm having so much fun playing games right now. Right? I'm having a blast playing games right now, every day, on both of my – actually, on all three of my systems because I play my PlayStation 4, which I'll talk about when I'm playing. I play my Xbox One X, and I play my Nintendo Switch all the time. Yeah, I, I, I feel very differently than you. I feel worn down by what we've had in recent years. I'm not finding much enjoyment from – and I, I, can't, I can't necessarily blame the systems. It may be more – the direction some of the games have gone, but I, I need to uh, explore some other types of games. Uh, I mean, obviously oh, the um, the the Game Pass and things of that nature give really gives you the ability to oh. do that, and that's um, and I know PlayStation has their own service. I I, I have not signed up for, it's but great. I know I know you you guys have talked about it on on the Dodcast and yeah. everything, and uh, it's other than essentially other than. Um, Offering the first-party games uh, as part of the service, it's it's about on par with Game Pass now. They're both great. Uh, they're different, but yeah. they're both great. And I I pay for both of them. Look, I pay out out of my pocket for both of them, and I'm happy to do it. Yeah, and that and, and that's one of the the reasons I think if if you go back in the past and you buy a new console, then not only are you spending five six hundred dollars on the console and accessories or whatever, but you are. You also got to buy some games for it, so there's another sixty, hundred and twenty, hundred and eighty right on launch day, right? Game is game is very expensive with I mean, the subscription. Always has been, always yeah. has been. 
the subscriptions really uh, take some of the uh, the toll off there because you're not having you don't necessarily have to spend all that money, especially if you buy an Xbox Series X and you have Game Pass. And then maybe they're going to launch, I'm sure, with some first-party titles that you're going to get through Game Pass. It'll be Really, that'll be a, a, a lot easier to handle on day one. Um, so I'll be curious to see how that happens. But, I, you know, um, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about not just the consoles, but this year and what we're looking for from the games or what we're expecting from the games this year, Rich, the sports games, that is. Um, do you have, is there a particular game that stands out to you uh, later on in the year that you're most anticipating? No, um, and I don't say that because I'm not looking forward to it. I don't have the slightest idea what's coming. I mean, I don't know. If we, if we go, by, go by past uh, experiences, then this, when, when the new consoles launch, they'll launch in, in mid to late November. And mm-hmm. they will have Madden, and they will have FIFA from EA, and, two, and, and yeah, they'll and have NBA Two K yeah. from Take Two, mm-hmm. and that'll probably be it. And if the past is history, those games will not be a dramatic graphical improvement or UI overhaul. Rather, they will be surprisingly good because of the ability to take more advantage of of uh, of of you know the the power of the new consoles and some under the hood and subtle things will will be significantly improved. Right? So let me let me ask you: Is is Madden? Is NBA Two K? Is FIFA on the new systems? Are they going to be different games? than the ones that came out on the current no. generation. No, because the, They're in the same games, game. Yeah, the games this generation yeah. weren't different games than the ones before either, right? They haven't changed. And again, I don't mean that in a bad way, right? They've they've fundamentally been the same games. The, you if if you play this year's Madden well, and you play a Madden from two generations ago, um, you know, you're still calling plays the same way, you're still, you know, throwing the ball the same way, you're still running the ball the same way, you know, you're still calling But they were the plays different the, Feature-wise, if you look oh, at sure. things yeah, like yeah, yeah. Madden, Madden 25, uh, Madden 25, Madden 25 on uh, the Xbox. Uh, gee, now I'm losing track of Xboxes. Was it 360 still at that point? It, then, it was both. And that was the one Madden that came 25. out on both. That was the one that came yeah, out on both. Yeah, right. But they're different games. It wasn't the yes. same game. With no, the, the, the next-gen version was, was very – did not look much better graphically, but was fundamentally – a really, really well-playing game, especially compared to the version that came out for the 360, which makes a lot of sense because you've got basically the same number of people making two games. That's really difficult yeah. to do. It's hard enough for people to make one game. Making two and, uh, is brutal. NBA 2K14 was a dramatically different game on the new system versus the the, the system it was coming off of. You know, this, uh, the, 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 the tragically forgotten good NBA 2K game was the LeBron <laughs> game on the 360. That's the one that nobody cared about because no one the, cared about the, the new system version it, was coming out right after, yeah. And the LeBron story was awesome. Yeah. The whole thing, you could go in all sorts of different teams and, oh my God. Gosh, it was so good. So good. But you're but you right. don't think very different games. 
are we going to, what I'm asking is we're not going to see that this time, right? We're going to see the same, same game, the same game, just like Xbox one, to Xbox one X PS4 to PS4 yeah, pro so. the same game, but that runs better essentially. Yeah. And I'm fine. Yeah. And I'm excited about that. That I'm totally fine with that, Brian. I've been playing sports video games for 20, 30 years. I'm good with, you know, Hey, this is a bigger, better version of the game that I love. I'm good with that. Like, mm-hmm. totally good with that. Ready for it. Excited about it. Let's go. But I'm also Oops. enjoying what I'm playing now. Like, right now, I'm telling you, Brian, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to derail, but, like, it, it's sort of it's still part of the conversation. Sure. Right now, the, for the past 10 days, I have been completely captivated by two video games. Gran Turismo Sport on the PlayStation 4 Pro and, Fort, uh-huh. and Forza Motorsport 7 on my Xbox One X. I have been – I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, but well, – I mean, I sort of know what happened in that, you know, I have played a lot of NBA 2K on the treadmill and a lot of FIFA on the treadmill and a lot of Pro Evolution on the treadmill and a lot of Madden on the treadmill. Not nearly as much Madden because I've been in an online league, so that was not a treadmill game. That was sort of like, oh, I got an appointment, you know, to play a friend. And – um then we got to talking about you know the next gen consoles and like one of the things that hasn't been announced but is sort of uh, assumed is that uh, Microsoft is going to have a new Forza like a proper Forza launching with the new Xbox and it's possible uh, that Sony has uh, a new Gran Turismo with the launch of the new PlayStation although more more plausible that there's some form of upgrade of Gran Turismo Sport so anyway. I went back and I've been playing both of these games and these two games are both, and I've been doing this on the treadmill. For whatever reason, Brian, both of these games for me on the treadmill, walking and then getting into the rhythm of just playing these games and doing the races and trying to win and winning a lot, but not all the time. So then trying to to, to uh, you know to, to win. And then in, in the Gran Turismo case, there's not just races, there's a lot of challenges and like some of them are only 20 or 30 seconds and you know, it's kind of cool to get in that rhythm of trying to get the gold, you know, instead of the bronze or the silver. And, you know, there's, there's just the, these racing games, these two racing games that are a couple of years old, but are still like they're, they're sort you know, they are the main racing games of this generation, Brian, are both so good in their own ways. And, and yeah. I've been really just captivated by both of these games. Um, what's interesting is I got the Xbox Series 2 controller. A couple of weeks ago, the like professional, yeah, heavy heavy duty one, right? It's yeah, so good. And I'm not. Wait, you know, how I don't, much did how much did you spend on that? A lot of money. It was on sale. Okay, it was one hundred thirty dollars. It's boy. a lot of money. Wow, a lot of money. You got to be serious into this. Rich. No, you I'm really not are. into it. I just I, it feels good. It's really <laughs> heavy. You pick it up, you're like, whoa, man, this is a yeah. lot to this. I'm not. You know, there's stuff on there. I'm never going to touch it. It's just. Again, I, I'm 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 lucky that I can I can do this kind of stuff. It's it, it's sort of my thing, but playing playing Forza Seven with that controller on an Xbox One X with that TV that you told me to get, that's a good situation. And then you play Gran Turismo Sport. Wow, does that game look astounding, and and play beautifully like. Grant, I, they're very different games. Forza Motorsport 7 to me is arcadey, whereas Gran Turismo Sport is not. But but right. what's what's interesting to me is as somebody who is not a, a racing game person from a technical perspective at all, 
I've always been a fan of the racing games that are sort of, you know, I don't really need to use the brakes that much, you know what I mean? Like, not serious simulation. And I've never yeah. played Gran Turismo games. Those games, I mean, no, let me rephrase it. I was never good enough to play the Gran Turismo games for any length of time, ever. I was terrible at those games. These are, those Gran Turismo, very hard. I played a bunch of Forza. Always been a fan of Forza. Uh, but Forza Motorsport 7. I'm not talking Forza Horizon, by the way. Forza Horizon, no. I'm talking right, Forza the, Motorsport the, 7. Yeah. Really deep. I've been playing the campaign. I sort of picked up the campaign. I, I played you know, Forza for a while before, then put it down, then picked it up, put it down. But I picked it up again, like I said, about a week and a half ago. And just playing through the campaign, the, the different types of races. You're racing Formula Ones, then you're racing Subarus, then you're racing Miatas, then you're racing Ferraris, and, and you're racing... All sorts of great real-world tracks and things like that, and then you flip it over to uh, and and it, and it's arcadey, but not hyper arcadey. Like it's what I was trying to get to is like while Gran Turismo Sport is is much more realistic, and Forza Motor, Forza Motorsport Seven is much more arcadey. They're closer to each other than ever before. You know what I mean? Like I can actually play. I go back and forth on both, and and they're they're. They're so much closer, but yet they're different enough to where I really do have a different experience with them. And you know, mm -hmm. where Gran Turismo really shines is in the wide variety of tracks and locations that it has. Um, in addition to the really beautifully defined controls, like once you really start to understand what Gran Turismo is about driving, you can really get to a good place. And the challenges that they have that they put you through in these different series of sort of beginner challenges and intermediate challenges really teach you a lot. And then by the time you get out on the course, you're actually prepared for what it throws at you. Whereas in Forza Motorsport, you don't need that. You don't need to be trained. You don't need to, to understand the nuances of here's how to attack this kind of corner and that kind of corner. You just get out there and you go crazy. And as long as you have the right, you know, braking indicators on, you know, you're going to be good, but they're both, I, I know I'm, I'm rambling here, but I'm telling you, Brian, you pop <laughs> no. either of these games in right now, you are going to be having a really good time. These games no. are like at the peak of their power right now. So how you say they're at the, the peak. How are the the next ones that come out on the new systems? I don't know uh, how they can be better, Brian. I mean, I'm what sure is they gonna can. Happen? Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know because these games are so good. But like, yeah, I, I mean, obviously the, the, you you will be, but you look at the details on these cars and the tires, you know, and, you know, there's times that you're driving and they do this on purpose because they're smart. You know, you're driving on a course and it's raining and then after like a lap and a half, all of a sudden you start to see the sun break through the clouds and then by the second half of the last lap, the, the sun is now shining through and the puddles are, are getting a little smaller and like, you know, the 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 you know the the sky is now pink and 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 yellow you know they just they mm -hmm. they go to these amazing locations real world locations real world locations you know and and do 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 this amazing stuff not just with the cars but with the weather and the sound and man whoo brian these games are so good yeah. dude i'm telling you if you're in a gaming rut Hop in Forza Motorsport 7 you and know, just hop in the main single-player campaign. Don't pay attention don't to any of that stuff. They're both – oh, also, I'm sorry. They're both very generous with their – You know, I haven't spent any money or felt like spending close to money. I have more than a million dollars of credits or whatever they are in both games, and I buy cars whenever I feel like it. Right? They're generous with, with, with how they reward you for, for moving yeah. forward. 
I don't, I don't know if racing games are the ones that do it for me. I mean, like um, uh, Forza Horizon has been it. I, you know, I used to play like Project Gotham Racing and uh, Burnout games and stuff. But I'll tell you what's gotten me out of those ruts in, in the last decade. It's usually been like the, uh, like I was saying, the first party Sony games. Usually, it was uh, uh, Uncharted at, at one point. Um, uh, I picked up, it was just a few bucks uh, not long ago. I haven't started playing it yet, but I picked up Horizon Zero Dawn. And uh, I'm hoping that's the one to, to get me back uh, into a rhythm here. Yeah, friend of the show, um, Mark from the Dodcast, loves that game. By the way, have you yeah. played Control? I have it sitting here. Control and I, is... It's another one I got for real cheap, and I haven't really played it yet good. because... I heard you guys talking about it actually, and it gave me some pause. I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it with you guys. You guys were talking about a little bit of problems with uh, uh, kind of direction and understanding where to go, and and uh, that that scares me a little bit because I I I do not like that feeling. I want to I want to be on rails to be honest uh, in in most games. You know, I'm with you. I I I completely understand. I finished Control. Okay, so that should tell you something because I don't finish a lot of games. If you did, yeah. Yeah. With Control, I loved Control. Loved it. I didn't love everything about it. There's a few things that I didn't love, but overall, I loved Control. All right. Um, I'm going to give that one a shot. Yeah, yeah. give it it a shot. Here's here's my thought, right, is – and this is how I approached it. I knew it was going to be weird. And I said, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to, okay, it's going to be weird, and I'm just going to sort of follow along, and I'm not even going to try to be figuring out what I'm, you know, what the meta is here. I'm just going to go with it. And that turned out to be the best decision I made because, you know, there's some people who are like, oh, I, I you know, who don't like to, to not know what's going on. They don't like to be, you know, confused or they don't like to understand like, okay, this is weird. What's ha- They don't like that. And I get that. Cause I, I'm not necessarily a fan of that myself, but I told myself to, to, to go with it. And I did. And it's so, this game is so well done. It looks really, really, it's a fascinating visual game. You know, just how the, the the world and the environment is presented to you is just a, an amazing mm-hmm. accomplishment visually. Very very innovative and interesting. Really struck me. I think the main character, uh, I forget her name, um, the director, uh, the the main character. You know the, the protagonist that you play as is mm-hmm. amazing, great character. The story, you know. I'm. I won't say anything about the story, but I love the main character. Loved it. Um, found a lot of it to be very interesting. I'm not a fighting game guy or an action game guy per se, although I do, you know, occasionally play some. I thought the combat, like I, I you know, combat does isn't at the top of my list of things in games that get me excited. I thoroughly enjoyed the combat and control. Once I understood what I was doing with the combat. Your character can become really powerful. Um, yeah, it's. I loved Control. Again, I didn't love everything about Control. Yeah. But I, overall, I loved it. So if you All have right. it, you know, give it a go. Give it. Yeah. Give it six to eight hours minimum. You know, it's not like it doesn't get good after six to eight hours. No, it's good. Well, I, I think so. pretty much from the beginning. <laughs> but you know, give, give it. Give it. A, give it a, 
an yeah. honest shot, and I think you'll really like it. All right. So uh, there is one one game that I've uh, been playing, but it's a mobile game. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But um, I wanted to uh, ask one question here that I thought was a particularly good one. Um, I got several questions. A few I think we'll save for future shows. One has to do with MLB, uh, the show, and so we'll when we do our, an episode on that coming up, we'll, we'll talk about that. But um, Carrion83 on Twitter, he said, what's the biggest thing that needs to be improved heading into next gen from a sports game standpoint? Uh, you have what a thought needs on to be that? Improved? Well, I mean, okay. Here's what I'll say. I would love to be able to play anything that you can play in the game with my friends. In other words... You know, if I if there's cross a, platform or you mean I mean online leagues, but not online yeah, yeah. leagues, like just online anything and sort of keep track of it. Right. Very easily be like, hey, Brian, let's go play a seven game series. You can take the, you know, the the 79 Sonics and I'll take the, uh, you know, the the 2003 Nets and let's just play a seven game series by pressing a couple of buttons and it'll keep track. Or, you know, if I'm going to start a franchise. I'll be like, all right, I'll be the Mets and you'll be the Mariners, and we'll do it. Or if I'm going to, um, you know, play March to October, you, you know what I mean? Like if I'm playing March to October, I can be like, oh, I'm playing it, but oh, hey, look, Brian's online. Hey, Brian, you want to be, you know, you want to try to stop me in March to October? Like, again, I, I'm just like, what could be improved? I mean, to me, that, that's the, the only thing because, I mean, Brian – when online leagues were were a bigger part of our lives, they were a big mm. part of our lives. You know, we we can mm-hmm. go back on on this show and and we would spend significant amounts of segments excitedly talking about our online leagues. You know, so yeah, it would be good. Now again, you know, we're all at different places in, in our lives with time and and what we do and 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 things like that. But it would you know, if it were really easy, Brian, for you and me to play a seven game series in NBA two K with the press of a button, I bet you we would. You know what I mean? So that would yeah. be something I would I would love uh, to see. So I, I think uh, from my standpoint, uh, there isn't really – I don't think as far as the uh, the new generation goes, I don't think it's – There's we're being held back by technology. We're not being held back uh, in that sense. Uh, obviously, a lot has to do with how resources are – uh, distributed, uh, and that's a, a executive decision and developer decision. Um, so I don't think the new generation changes that. It, it's not going to be we got a new generation, so now we're getting better franchise modes. You know, I, I don't think it's that. Um, what I'd like, what I'd like to see, and uh, you kind of touched on it. Went, and then I mentioned cross-platform. I'd like more cross-platform capabilities. So, you know, Rocket League kind of got us into that, and a few other games have followed, but. You know, if I have an Xbox uh, and Rich, you have a PS5, uh, we should be able to play against each other. The other thing is, um, uh, I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't be unhappy if that were the case. But again, to me, that's not my expectation. Well, beyond that, though, I think you know, one way to make something like an Ultimate Team more appealing to me and to uh, to other people may be to have you know, you have an Ultimate Team. No matter what system you're on, so if I'm I play my ultimate team on my my Xbox, but then I have a, a Switch, 
Um, why can't I continue that ultimate team on my switch? Why does it have to be a whole separate account? I think there's, uh, just some, some potential there as far as, uh, not having to, um, you know, separate everything out by system. Um, that's, that's what I would like. Yeah. Again, I'm not going to argue against that. Not at all. Right. But is that an improvement or is that just something new that, that we can do? Uh, you know, I'm I'm with you. I, again, I, if that well, again, happens, again, I don't think I don't think it's a technological thing. I don't think uh, we we've, we've said you know if if only we had a faster processor, Madden would be really good. I don't think that that's the case anymore. You go back to you know uh, 15 years ago, going from the PS2 to the PS3 or the the Xbox to the Xbox 360. There were a lot of things they couldn't do with those games until they got to the new systems, and and same even going from uh, the generation that followed. Um, I don't think we're at that point now where the games are restricted based on the the te- the technology. So, um, like we said, I don't think there's going to be anything dramatic; just kind of more incremental. Um, so that's you know. Uh, the, if I thought about it more, I might come up with some things, but I don't think it would be, you know, uh, the type of stuff we saw going from generation to generation in the past. Yeah, uh, agreed. Uh, one other thing, Rich, um, EA had their financials recently, and they mentioned they're going to have they have four EA Sports games this year. So obviously, it's Madden, FIFA, NHL. What's the fourth one, Rich? NBA Live gotta be next generation launch game i i think it's gonna be ufc okay that would be plausible i mean fight night's another hope right like that's sort of the dark horse hope well fight night used to be when we talk about well we were just talking about yeah the showcase game. that's how yeah that is a showcase game fight night was a showcase game ufc could be the showcase game ufc I, i don't think it has the wide uh mainstream appeal that a boxing game could but i agree well um I agree. It, it definitely it's, hasn't it's not sold. The same like, they're different games, right? They're very UFC's, different. UFC's yeah, UFC sales have uh, shrunk really with every single edition that's been released. And, and Fight Night was a big seller. It was. It cost them obviously a lot more to make a Fight Night game, so it has to be a big seller. Um, but uh, you know, you'd love to see that just for something new and bring back. You know, it's been a long time, and people have people have a. Uh, a desire for a fight night game, but yeah, I know there was a car out there. Again, you said the call like to, I mean, people want is. real fighters and real fighters. I mean, there, there's, there's, is there a more expensive medium mm. in which to try? I mean, cause boxer, I mean, you look at, at, at the guys, you know, Mayweather and you know, that's, that well, they are a story about Mayweather and how EA wanted him in fight night but his uh, re- him or his representatives had wild uh, requests. You know, I, I don't well, remember anybody, what they wanted. I five they million, all do because... five million, and and the the cover and all sorts of stuff that they would have had just for him. And then you have to pay every single again. It's just That's like golf. Point. It's just like tennis. Yeah, it's tough. And then you know, legacy likenesses too, right? If you want to get guys from the past, if you want Joe Lewis or Rocky Marciano or. Or you know, sure. any, Muhammad Ali, or or you know, there's so many great fighters from the past: Sugar Ray Leonard, Marvin Hagler, Thomas Hearns. I mean, you, you know, the kind of boxers like if you want to make the kind of games that they used to make, that they used to be able to make. Roberto Duran. I mean, they you would 
you would have all of those fighters and it would be an amazing thing. Plus you'd have current fighters, but the economics, you know, it would it's you'd probably have to pay seventy million dollars in licensing fees to have a, 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 loan a puncher's chance, no pun intended. And, and you see, I mean that that's wildly impossible. You cannot possibly do something like that. And that, Brian, I'm sure is exactly why there is absolutely no mainstream boxing game, because you know, why the economics happen? must be completely impossible. Oh, you remember uh, uh, 2K's prize fighter? <laughs> they tried. Uh, it, you know, it's it it is tough, and and obviously unlicensed is not going to work. Uh, so it's it's really it's a difficult situation. That's why you see things like tennis and. Uh, uh, oh, what was the other one I just mentioned? Golf coming from. Uh, unlikely sources generally you know independent developers and things of that nature that they they may get some licensed people but i mean it's not it's not to the extent that you would have to do to make a legitimate boxing game um all right uh anything else on 2020 rich you want to talk about here before we move on no i'm good no okay well let's talk about the game that i've been playing and i know you played some of let's talk about uh, the game that I've seen people talk about is one of the best sports games in a long time, or uh, certainly one of the best sports games on mobile, and it's Retro Bowl, Rich. And it is kind of a, a, a throwback game. It has the, the look of the Tecmo Bowl, and it's, you know who it's made by, Rich? New Star Games, uh, Simon Reed. It is uh, one of our we we I think we've declared it as the best mobile sports game ever made. New Star Soccer, right? It it definitely captivated me. I've, that's I realized that is not the first time that I've used that word tonight. But that game had me for a long time. Really loved that game. And again, fantastic. Multiple interviews with him on this show. Multiple interviews. I think at least three. I think there might be three episodes with him. When when my uh, fandom of that game was at its height, yeah, I mean it's still. I am not a mobile gaming guy. I tried to be for a no, while, and I I am not. Uh, a lot of the games have shifted towards the ultimate team model of of sports gaming on mobile. It's just you got to collect things, you got to pay microtransactions. Um, it's not really about gameplay. It's about collecting and and acquiring and and all of that, and it just it just doesn't satisfy me. Uh, now we have Retro Bowl, Rich, which is very. If you played New Star Soccer, it's very familiar, right? It's it's kind, of, but it's got a little more in terms of gameplay. It's so good, uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I again, I, I've only played a little bit, and I'm not going to cut you off. Going to let you go, but I, I've played. About ninety minutes, and it's so good. How far are you into a season? Couple of games. That's it. Not okay. not far. All right. So I um, I didn't start playing this until last night, and I'll tell you, it's because I just did not want to play games on my phone. <laughs> you know, it's like I use my phone. Me kind neither. Of I don't play mobile games. And, I don't. Yeah. If I'm on uh, my phone, so, I can't not be doing work related things like i just my brain right. doesn't work that way my phone is yeah. a device for work and communication right. period yeah 
And so, I mean, I've read, I've read people are liking it. I looked at the reviews. They're like 4.8 out of five tons of reviews on, on Apple and on, on Google. And, uh, well, so I knew it was a legit game, but I, I just, I didn't want to fire it up for that same reason that you mentioned, friend uh, of but the I show. did. Yeah. Friend of the show, Mike Phillips, who's also been on the show, uh, multiple times told me straight up. He's like, play retro ball. And I said, okay. And I did, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, between him and you, you guys both mentioned it to me within relatively, I bet you within an hour of each other. So I'm like, all right, got to yeah. do it. Yeah. So I, um, I didn't, was it last night or two nights ago? I started playing it and, uh, I am through, I, right before we started recording, I finished my first full season. Um, and I won the retro bowl. Uh, somehow I was able to pull it out and I'll tell you, it was, uh, not, not lacking drama <laughs> along the way in the, uh, div- so like I, I finished, so you start out on a team, you don't uh, coaching a team, you don't get to choose the team. Who did you get rich? I got Pittsburgh. I got Pittsburgh too. So I wonder if that's a default or if it's just coincidence. Um, after the first season, you'll get offers to switch the team. Well, but hold on uh, before before you get to the season, right? Cuz I yeah. it, it tells you when you download. You can download it for free. And then it tells you okay, sort right. of not right off the bat, but like in in the game in like sort of a ticker that hey, you get like five games. So you it's went a buck. all the way through and yeah. how much is it? So it's a buck. A dollar. After that's the, it. Oh, that's come it. on. Yeah. That's it. No that's brainer. why I just yeah, it's a buck. I mean, come on. Um they also have uh, you can you can buy coaching points. Um, you don't need to. I didn't, and I've I've racked up a pretty fair amount through the first season. Uh, but I wanted the challenge. If you buy the buy the points, then uh, kind of defeats the the purpose of well, earning them, and then and then gradually improving your team. You know, it's interesting um, too. In New Star Soccer was you know a inter- it's a you know international football game, and and you would be with. Well, it was international football, right? So you'd have some clubs that were part of the big leagues and some that weren't. But there was, you know, England and Italy. It, it had an amazing amount of different different right. uh, countries and not just one league but multiple leagues. Like it, it was really a sh- an amazing amount of, of clubs and leagues. So, you know, you could go from all sorts of things. And, and like so I'm sitting here thinking if you won the Retro Bowl in – year one in retro ball like it's not like you're like oh yeah now you're you know promoted to the next league up you just did it in in the one league so that's a different dynamic than new star soccer i think it's there's other challenges that come along with it i believe the difficulty and i i i can swear i felt it as the season went on that the games got more challenging they got that the opposition started performing better it got a little little tougher to score and my defense started giving up more points more more drives um uh, but no, I mean, I, I managed to win the retro bowl with a team that did not have very many good players on it. Right. So I don't think that is the end. You know, I don't think that it's meant to be easy. I think, I think the first season is probably just easier. Um, but yeah, I, I, I rolled through the, the first season. I went mm, 10 and six, although the, the last game of the season, I kind of, tanked I, I rested every single one of my players because i uh couldn't improve my playoff standing i won the division uh ended up with the four seed um i won in the wild card round 
got a couple players back from injury in the divisional round and had to face uh, 15 and one Kansas City. Right. Uh, I didn't think I would get past that one. And it didn't look like I was going to. I was down 21 to 13 with I think it was like 40 seconds left. And I had to drive down the field and score and then and then convert a two point conversion. And I did. I think I scored with four seconds left. And then I got the two point conversion and then I won in overtime. And then in the conference championship, I'm down uh, I'm down 14 to 10. there was what six seconds left i'm at about the 50 yard line and i throw deep and i catch it break a tackle and i score the winning touchdown uh as time expires (laughs) so that was uh unexpected And, and then i won uh won the retro bowl man i'm forgetting how i did the retro bowl now um it was another close game, but it wasn't. It didn't have quite that drama, um, but it was. It was a, a lot of fun, um, and these are like two minute quarters, right? And the time goes by really fast. You pretty much have to score every drive, or you may be able to get away with one drive where you don't score. Um, so it's a lot of pressure on you in that sense, uh, but it is. You know, the, not just about the the gameplay, obviously, because it's you. You've got to build your team. There's a bunch of off the field situations you have to deal with. Uh, I had a player who was arrested. He did something criminal. I don't remember. Oh my. Um, yeah, I think he was. I don't remember what what it was, but uh, yeah, he did something criminal. And then there was a there's other decisions you have to make where you have to choose one thing or the other. Very very much just like New Star Soccer, right? Um, and then you. Offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, you got upgrades to your stadium, your, your training and, and things like that that all help the team or, uh, in some way. Um, and then obviously the team building matters. So after, so you actually start in the previous season, you, you play the last game of the, the previous season, and then, and then you get a chance to draft and so I drafted, I don't know what you did, Rich, but in the first round, I traded a couple of players, got a couple extra draft picks. But in the first round, I took a four-star running back. Yeah, me too. And Yeah, and this guy is a stud. He breaks tackles. Yeah, it's uh, great. And, and hurdles guys. Uh, stiff guy, arms. Stiff them. arms, exactly. Yeah. Stiff arms is my favorite. And, and you don't do it. He just does it on his own. No, yeah. So like you can have, move them. I, I think I cut you off when you were about yeah. to, to, to start talking about the actual gameplay. Like we, we – I. Yeah, accidentally we we skipped ahead, but the well, gameplay is really interesting. Interesting. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to make a bold statement, Brian Wade. I mm-hmm. the kicking mechanic in Retro Bowl might be my all time favorite football game <laughs> kicking mechanic. Uh huh. It's so good. It's so it's good. A, it's. <laughs> I can see that. Although I again I have a, a like the lowest rated possible kicker, and I can make it. Uh, if I'm paying close enough attention, I've missed ones where I'm not. Of course, paying. you're gonna miss. It's kicking. Everybody misses it every once in a while, but it's good yeah. because it's like a meter that goes from it just goes up and down and up and down from red to green, and then you tap it when it's green, and then after you tap it, you know, in the green, hopefully, then there's this little uh, triangle in front of you, and there's an arrow going back and forth, and you got to tap it again within the uh, within the triangle area, and you'll make it. And Is there it's a triangle? It's I didn't so notice good. that. I've just I've just been trying to kick it straight. It's is there so some, good. Well, yeah. you know, there's a cone. Sorry, there's like a okay. vision cone or something. Uh, yeah, so the gameplay is, is like you said, it, it's limited in some sense, Which but you still perfect. have control over it. I yeah. love that. So it's like, limited. 
So you said you can't stiff arm, you can't hurdle. He does that all on his own, but you can move him up and down as he's running. And, and boy, that, can, that seems to create, they... yeah, they, they lose some steam, right? Boy, uh, they lose steam. <laughs> now, I've, my, my running back is fast, though. Now, he does 30 or 40 yards down the field lose, uh, lose uh, you know, his stamina is gone at that point. But um, I've, I've been able to improve. Because you're 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 earning XP for the players too, so you get chances to. I don't know if you've been able to upgrade any of your players yet, but you can you can improve on speed and strength. Um, so I love to get my running back out and isolate him on a defensive back, and he just stiff arms right through him, and then you've got a good twenty yards in front of you in some cases. Um, I also learned real quickly that using him as a receiver is really good out of the backfield, uh, even on short passes, just dropping it off so, to him, and then. You kind of weave your way through. So let's uh, talk about the passing mechanics. What do you think yeah. about the passing mechanics? First of all, it took me a little while. Like when, when you first boot up the game, boot up, listen to me. Yeah. Old man, <laughs> when, when you boot up the game, <clears throat> when you, when, after you, you install and start playing the game, it gives you a little tutorial of how to play. And it starts with passing not and much. passing. Right, not much, but you don't need much, right? If, it, if it's the kind well, of I'll tell you, the passing... You're right. I didn't know what I was doing with the passing at first. I threw backwards, I think, five or six straight times. Yeah. Because I think I was trying to – I don't remember what I was trying to do exactly, but I may have been thinking, like, okay, I'm probably going to have to tap on the receiver or something. Because it didn't – unless I missed something, it didn't tell me how to do it. But so, it's very – what it is is it's like – it's like – I think of Angry Birds and, and you're pulling back kind of like a slingshot. Right. And the farther you pull back and you keep – press down but the farther you pull back it's going to target farther down the field and then move up and down to create whether where you know where you're going to target so it's really funny and i and it sort of just hit me now is that the first mechanic that you're introduced to is the most difficult but you don't know that the first thing that you do is like okay throw a pass you're like okay well to throw a pass you got to pull back, you got to press down and then pull backwards, and then you got to sort of line up where the arc of the ball is going to a spot on the field, but it's not sort of a exact feel. You got to get a feel for it, and you know, the guy's running. And, you know, the first time I did it, it completed, I was like, oh, okay, great. And then I missed like three in a row, and then I, and then I got some. And then the second thing you do is run the ball. And by running the ball, you have to tap the running back to start. Yeah, I didn't then, know that at first right, either. <laughs> right, yeah. right. And then, and then to, to run it, you're not actually doing a directional stuff. You're just sort of tapping to move him up or down to try to avoid tacklers mm-hmm. and things like that. And then the third one is like if you want to run with a quarterback – you have to sort of tap and press forward and things like that. And I haven't done that yet, but what? Can you run with the quarterback? I didn't know that. If you can, you, you can. Instead of okay. pulling back to throw the pass, you press forward, and that would sort of sets it up. But I haven't tried okay. that. I except in the, in the but what's, but again, it's like what what's interesting is the hardest, the quote unquote hardest thing to do is passing, and they do it to you introduce it right away, and it's almost. I thought for a minute, oh man, this game is going to be really in depth and complicated. It turns out. Just like New Star Soccer, there's a whole lot of stuff that happens where you're just tapping on the phones. Like, oh, they got to midfield. Oh, they, they, you know, it, uh, the, the game moves very quickly and, and you get a play by play for a while until all of a sudden now it's your ball on offense. And what I didn't realize for the first game 
was that you decide whether it's a run or a pass. It just right. depends upon what, what if you if you want to throw a pass because you can do either right. a run or a pass on every play. And you yeah, see you're what, not picking a play. That's the no, first thing we should mention. You don't choose a play, no. but you come up to the line and basically you see the routes that receivers are going to run, right. and you can choose to either pass or you can select right. the running back and turn it into a run. Right. Yeah. But you but right but to choose it you have to either tap on the running back, which then means okay it's going to be a running play and then once the running back gets the ball you either swipe up or swipe down to move him up or move him down but otherwise he's going to do his thing but i didn't exactly know that for the first couple of games but then if you don't want to run if you want to pass then you press and and then pull back you know or or move from you know right to left on the screen and then you sort of have this ability ability to to, to sort of gauge where you want to throw the ball to which receiver and stuff and and you can sort of see okay which which receiver might be getting free and which might not be so there's some real gameplay in here as well like some real okay lining it up because like I've thrown interceptions I've thrown incomplete passes regularly like it's not easy at least for me in three games no. it's not easy to complete every pass so, or, or things like that yeah. it's really interesting the mixture of how much is game playing how much is not and mm-hmm. and again you're talking about a lot of stuff that i haven't even got to i did do the draft but i haven't upgraded players and stuff it's a yeah <laughs> there's a lot going on in this game but it's 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 really beautiful so the visuals are beautiful and the sound is awesome it's cool yeah i was impressed with uh how well it plays as far as uh you know, just football smarts fo- strategically. The first pass I think I completed, I thought I had overthrown deep down the field, and my receiver dove for it and caught it. And that was a really cool, uh, really cool moment. Um, but what I quickly learned was uh, the receivers will go after the ball, so you can lead them. So you don't have to throw it right on their route. You can you can lead them, and they'll they'll go for it. They'll come back to the ball. Sometimes I'll, I'll short throw a little short like um it like the defensive back will be playing off might be 10 yards back so i'll quickly throw it out to my receiver out there and then again you're isolated then in a chance to to break a tackle up there it's almost like a it's almost like a run play um it's just uh some really smart stuff uh uh, that I was impressed with that uh, you wouldn't necessarily expect to see in a game like this. Um, now we mentioned you don't call plays. You also don't play defense, which is, um, which is all I want you, in a I football game. Love. Yeah. I knew you would love that. I don't I think, want to play uh, defense. What I have to, you know, it, I've played one, you know, that one full season now. Um, and I don't, so I don't have a grasp on the importance of, Things like coordinators, like if I had a, I just signed a three-star defensive coordinator here in the offseason, um, is my, how much is that going to improve my defense? The other thing, um, you know, uh, is that confused me at first a little bit was you've only got a handful of players on your roster, right? You have like five or six to start off. And so I was scratching my head at first because I'm like, okay, how do I have a football team with only six players? So, um, I believe what happens is everybody else is kind of replacement level exactly. player. Exactly. Right? And those it says are that. Better. It says that at the beginning. It's no. like, hey, here's the five or six guys you need to care about. Don't worry about everybody else. These are the guys that you need to, to well, worry about. That's there's what it a says. big difference. Yeah, there's a big difference because I had my quarterback get injured and then in came 
Um, and so I had to play two games, I think, with with a backup quarterback. And he did not have the arm that my you – look, know, like I don't have a great quarterback. I think he was a two or a two-and-a-half star guy. But uh, I could definitely feel the difference. I had my running back. Uh, I sat – like I mentioned, I sat him in the last game of the season to – to avoid injury and to get there because you're managing their stamina too. So he might've been at 92%. Then I wanted him a hundred percent for the playoff game. Um, and so my backup running backs in and he is slow. He does not break tackles and he fumbles. And I, that's something I realized that my, my starter does not do is fumble. And I was taking that for granted and he fumbled, I think twice. Um, so, so the attributes actually do matter, uh, which is cool. So that those players are great. And you're, you're dealing with a salary cap. So uh, going into this next season, I just signed a uh, a big time cornerback. Um, hopefully, because near the end of this last season, my team was giving up a touchdown on almost every almost every drive. Uh, so that's problematic. Obviously, it made me have to score on almost every drive. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm dealing with the salary cap. I could there's a free agent quarterback uh, who wants 38 million uh, a year. And under the salary cap, I could maybe fit it, but then I wouldn't be able to sign anybody else. So I'm trying to figure out what to do there. But uh, so I'm I'm interested in seeing because I turned down all the other offers. I didn't want to go to another team yet because I want to see what I can do with this one as far as the players that I that I got last in the last season and and improving them and and then bringing in new new guys. Um, so yeah, I'm. I'm I'm loving it. It's uh it, it's really fun and it's like you said it's quick. The games are quick, so I played that I don't know what you know the f- whole season, you know that yeah that might have been two hours or something uh, within a couple of different times I sat down with it uh, to play through that whole entire season and do some off season stuff. You know, so and, and I should say too because again I can't be on my phone for more than ninety seconds to two minutes without something popping up that I need to do. Um, and a bunch of times I had to stop in the middle of what I was doing and go do something else. And I was able to come back and jump right back into where I was now, you know, again, I'm not a mobile gaming expert. That may be how it is with everything, but maybe it's not, I don't know. Uh, in any event, I, you know, I, I had to pop out of it and then pop back into it. I was right back where I was a few times, which again, I'm not used to, you know, again, again, that may be the norm. That may be the standard, you know, whenever I turn on my Xbox One X and I, I, it's the game that I was playing, you know, and I click a button and I'm right back where I was, I'm still amazed by that. <laughs> it was like, that was yeah. yesterday, you know, I'm right there, you know. So maybe that's just that, that how it is. But, uh, that's, but that's important, right? When you're in the middle of a game and, oh, there's a text from somebody that mm-hmm. you know, I have a very important <laughs> conversation I need to have with this person. You know, like I got to do that. That happens, you know, that, that's constant for everybody, really, not just me, but... So I like that. That was good. Yeah. So any any other thoughts on it? I, you know, I just no, overall, I'm excited I to play more again. I played 90 minutes. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, but it's really good. It's beautiful. I, we haven't even talked about how bright and gorgeous it is. It looks like Tecmo Bowl. Look, and there's. I was surprised. And I got it sounds later like in the, Tecmo Bowl, and it's great. It's beautiful. Look, it, I got in later in the season. And I'm like, oh, cool. This this one, it's raining. Nice. Uh, oh, that's and awesome. And then and then in the playoffs. Or it may have been the last game of the season, and in the playoffs also snow. Nice, yeah. That's so great. it's just it's cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's so beautiful. Yeah, I, and this guy, this guy is a great. You know, he's great. He is great. I hope he has. I hope New Star Soccer has made him. You know, 
has put him in a position where he can do whatever he wants to do in his life. And I'm glad he made this. This is awesome. This is yeah, it's legit. So, so I I definitely encourage everybody to to download it, give it a shot. Uh, and, oh yeah, and I think you'll I think you'll want to pay like I wanted to pay that dollar once I got to it. I'm like, yeah, this Please. is yeah, let's go. This is yeah. Um, so uh, you know, I, w- I we're gonna have to talk about it more, uh, Rich. Once you get a little farther, we'll, yeah. we'll share stories and uh, see uh, where I'm at since I'm now into my off season and I'm not exactly sure where I'm uh, where it's gonna take me. Um, uh, so I'm excited to see that, and then we'll talk about how your seasons have gone. And again, man, those those games I played <clears throat> in the playoffs were wild endings. Uh, <laughs> but that's what a, that's what those games were. I mean, come on, I still have a memory to this day. I know I've told it on the show. It's been many, 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 many years, though. But when I was in college, and and I had my NES, and and we had see, it was eight of us. We all picked the teams, right? You could do that. You could have eight humans, or maybe even more. We we had to think of it. It was eight of us. We all had our teams on Tecmo Super Bowl, and we played the regular season, and then we played the playoffs. And there was a playoff game I was losing, and I was one of the top seeds when I but I was losing like the it was the NFC Championship game. I think I was the Eagles. The other team was the Forty ers and. And it was back and forth and back and forth. I was losing. And then near the end of the game, I sacked, uh, I think it was Steve Young, and fumbled, and, and uh, Reggie, uh, Reggie White picked it up. And, and, you know, you had to do the zigzag, zigzag all the way down. And I got tackled at, like, the three-yard line, did not make it in, and that was the end of the game. And I lost a playoff game. Like, I remember mm. that. Like, it was last year. It was, it, was, it was a crazy, nutty game. It's fine that that's what it should be because that's what you know the games used to be and to some degree still are you know that's what video game sports games are all about is that nuttiness craziness wackiness yeah well uh, I'm happy you know this is there's a game kind of uh, again if it's, it's getting me to play it on my phone that tells you uh, that it's actually quite good <laughs> so um, I'm glad you enjoyed it too. Uh, so far and like i said uh, uh, we'll have to talk about it more on the on the next show we'll see where we're at and and how things have developed for us um rich one more thing uh this is not the advertisement portion of the show uh but I, i'm curious uh i know out of the park baseball 21 uh you know for not 2021 but the 21st edition that's correct right that is correct the 21st yeah, that, edition yeah yeah um what should I be excited about this year uh, with with the game? I know you, it's out for pre order now. Yes. Uh, tell me, tell me what because you know over the past few years you guys have had some pretty big announcements for the game we as have. far as like licensing and then perfect team. Yep. Uh, a lot of stuff uh, that's been really exciting for you guys. What with this game coming out uh, in March? What what you got on on uh, on tap? Well, the the short answer is. Uh, a lot of what people that love out of the park baseball love a lot more of that, and a, f- a, f- a couple of really cool things that I don't think anybody thought that, that we were ever going to do. And um, one of those things is a 3D ballpark construction kit, mm. which is something that the longtime fans and there are many longtime fans and when i say longtime fans we're talking 5 10 15 20 years there are some of these fans in in the maybe 21 years absolutely no there are some (laughs) i'm not even joking there are definitely some 
you know, but the, you know, there's guys from OTP five, seven, nine. We're talking a long time, who, who every year, and have been in the forums forever and been following us forever. This is this is for them, because it's it's something that we've always wanted to do. And when I say we, I mean way before I even got there, they they always wanted to do. You know, three D. You know, you play a game of out-of-the-park baseball 20 right now, and if you actually play the baseball game, and I'm talking, you know, the management part, right? But when you mm-hmm. actually just, you decide, okay, I'm going to manage the game or or at least, you know, I'll, I'll you know, because you can go pitch by pitch or you can go batter by batter. You can say, well, let me go to the fourth inning or the top of the fourth or let me wait till something's going on or someone's on base or whatever. But, you know, you can play in a three, you know, in a 3D stadium, and now there's actually – players running and catching and jumping and throwing like that didn't even exist two or three years ago there was no three right, stadiums yeah. that long all right so um but you know to to build your own stadium for the 3d stadiums is uh is something that's for them it's for the longtime fans and it's you know it's 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 really uh, a big deal and it's a lot of effort by a lot of people and i'm really hoping that uh that that it's uh i'm just i'm I'm really excited about the reception for it um and it's also it's going to be a a living thing like this is something that is version 1.0 of this that's going to be uh at release but it's going to be getting a bunch of free updates over the course of the year so it's something that's going to continue to be um worked on you know moving forward so going to get a lot of feedback because there's a lot of nuances and subtlety of this stuff. So that's one thing. And another mm-hmm. thing, Brian, and this is going to sound, it might sound silly, but one of the big, you know, sort of what would you, Brian Weed, I get excited about? There's a big green button that says continue now. Yeah. But uh-huh. the reason I say that is because we've built in this, you know, we call it game flow. We built in a, um, you know, sort of a guidance system because out of the park baseball is a very big, game there's a lot that you can do even just if you're like okay i'm gonna play i'm gonna you know i'm gonna take the new york mets at the start of the 2020 season right it's opening day here i am okay let me look at my finances let me see what good luck with that by the way well right you know let me let me see what my lineups are let me see what my pitchers are do i want to who's in the minors like do i want to bring somebody up do i want to move this guy do i want to do a trade you know do what what do my finances look like what is you know, just running a team. You have all of that kind of stuff. But there's a hundred things that you can click on or a hundred different things that you could potentially do. But there's now, for the very first time, going to be a big green button that says continue at the top of the right. And, and it's going to say continue. And right below, it's going to say sort of what the next thing is. And if you hit that button, it's going to take you to the next logical thing for you to do. And it's not going to let you no. accidentally skip important stuff. And it's also going to guide you to well okay well you just started the season so why don't you do this why don't you look at your lineup versus left-handed starters and then versus right-handed starters Are you good okay great now let's look at your pitching rotation oh do you want a recommendation yes here's our recommendation for what you should do okay now next we're going to bring you here and what's cool is it's not just a one-stop shop you can go to a menu and say okay here's what i want the continue button to bring me to and here's what i want it to skip because, again, there's a lot of stuff that goes on during the course of a season. Your scouts might want to talk to you or your general manager might have a recommendation or you might get a trade proposal. You might want to look at all of that stuff or you might say, you know what, 
only bring this to my attention when somebody gives me a trade proposal, but let my assistant general manager handle everything else. And then when you hit the continue button, you'll be brought to there. Or my point is, Brian, we, for the first time ever, are giving someone op- an option when they're looking at a screen. And if they don't know what to do next, if they click on that button, we'll bring them to the next place that's of interest yeah. to them. And that's well, a big deal. That's a big deal. It is. It is because I remember going back many years uh, that the first time, you know, I had played um, management baseball games before OOTP. I forget what they were called. Um, but I mean, I think going back until like to like the nineties, well, I played some, but Mike, micro league uh, baseball defined uh, my life. Man, and I it. didn't even realize how, what that would mean in 2020 yeah. as I'm making these games for a living. Right. Yeah. So yeah. micro league baseball in the eighties completely third time I'm using the word, Brian captivated me. I was, yeah. I loved micro league baseball and that's what this was. Exactly. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I was just uh, I was going to say it's I think it's important because you go back to the uh you fire up out of the park baseball and there's so many different directions you can go and even once you choose one you're right there is so many different things you can do that it can be intimidating and uh I think having some guidance is probably going to be really beneficial to a lot of people. And we're going to get feedback, right? It's one thing for yeah. us to say, here's where you should go. But we're going to get feedback from a whole bunch of people that's going to say, hey, could you add this or could could you change this or right? that? Which is, Where do you get that feedback, Rich? Oh, we get, we, we get it on our forums. We get it on our Discord, yeah. right? Our forums and our Discord, our Discord especially, is really, okay. really active. There are 5,000 people in our Discord. And there are active conversations going on at all times. Right? If you how many wanna, how, <laughs> how many are nice to you? <laughs> all of them. We have oh, the best, wow. dude. We have the best community. That's how you know it's games. a good game. Right? That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. We have the best community in video games. I'm not saying that as a, you know, as a guy who works for the company. I'm just saying it. It's true. You don't you don't need to listen to me. Go check it out for yourselves. It's amazing. These guys are un. Believable. I stream a couple of nights a week, Brian. I never used to stream. I stream a couple of nights a week on our channel, and and a really wonderful core group of out of the park baseball fans shows up every single time, and we talk about how to play the game. And I'm doing a franchise on Tuesday nights, and I'm doing my perfect team on Thursday nights, and they're helping me. Like I, they are literally live helping me because they know the game better than me, and they love the game, and I love the game, but. Brian, this game is so big and, and so deep. You could, again, yeah. there, there's a lot that you can do in franchise and perfect team, and, and it's so much fun to discover it. Like because I don't have to hurry through anything. I'm just we're we're I'm doing a franchise every Tuesday night, and my buddy Alex is is helping me because again he's an expert, and and we're we're just going through and and some of our streams. It's like okay, well, this was basically the equivalent of an hour of a general manager's day. And some of the streams, like well, that was just a month. We just went, we did a month, but we're we're just exploring the different parts of the game because there's so many. And and so that's that's another thing that's been amazing is the community. So we're going to get a bunch of feedback on our forums and on Discord, um, and it's going to make it even better. That's that's one of one of the great things about out of the park is the community and it's makes you know it, it I you know to to jump into doing this full time where this is everything now um, I wouldn't have done it um, if if 
this community wasn't what it is, right? It, yeah. it would have been too much. And and I mean, I, I'm not saying that was the only reason. Far from it. But I mean, it it was a big it was a big part of of why I did it. Awesome. That's uh, that's exciting. Another another release coming up in uh, in March. What's the release date? March twentieth is yeah. the release date. But you can pre-order it now. You get ten percent off, and you get the uh, you get the game actually delivered to you digitally on March seventeenth. That's the public beta, and then it's uh, then it goes from public beta to worldwide release on March twentieth. And and I am incredibly excited. We're all excited, and. I hope everybody gives it a shot. It's it's really it's you know you hear people say it all the time, so it loses its meaning. But it is the best out of the park baseball ever, and that's saying something. Because <laughs> this is a great game. It's a great series. It was like that before mm-hmm. I got here. I'm honored and proud to be able to represent these guys. You know, it's 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 something special to be able to to work for and represent something that is good and that many 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 people know is good and is respected it's a wonderful feeling so i hope so, everybody gives it a shot cuz it's really it, good can you can can you expand the playoffs so the mariners can make the playoffs absolutely that is an easy <laughs> setting my friend you know, an easy setting yeah it, it's funny they they mentioned uh you know the some of the mlb changes that could be coming and and the the extra extra playoff team and uh and going back you know mariners haven't been in the playoffs since 2000 you know it's like what is it now 18 years um was it when they won the 116 games? Was that the last? No, I time think they got it. I, uh, if I remember right, they got in the playoffs in 2003. Also, that was okay. 2001. Okay. Um, so either way, it's 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 like 17, 18 years. Um, but if there had been an extra playoff team, the Mariners would have made the playoffs. I think three or four times in that span, because mm. uh, there were several seasons where they won in the mid uh, to upper 80s, but just did just missed out. Right. Uh, and it's uh, so that's kind of a weird, like alternate history where the Mariners had made the playoffs. Kind of fascinates me. <laughs> well, you, oh, uh, Brian. I mean, that's and I'm not. Like, I know. Chilling. I know. That's in the game. You can absolutely. You can pick any season ever, and you can say, okay, here's what the league settings yeah. are, and you can change it to be like, oh, here's a different playoff system. You can configure that to your heart's delight, and you could absolutely that's do insane. that. Yeah, that blows my mind. Yep, uh, it's just it just it just amuses me. Uh, baseball. I, we might Come have on. that might be a series that we might want to do. Maybe I could get you to join me for like a little mini two or three week series, and we can explore what that would be like. What do you say? We'll do we'll do something with that. I am I am excited, uh, not necessarily for this Mariner season to be anything special, but the the young guys in the organization are exciting. So even just to see them in the game. Uh, see what you guys have them rated and and how they develop uh, in the game. Uh, I'll be I'll be curious to see uh, with it for the years ahead because feels like feels like they're a year or two away from being good, which is kind of exciting for me. Yeah. Uh, even though I have to wait. You know, it's amazing, and I I realized this a few days ago. For the very first time ever, Brian. Now baseball is my job. Yep. I, I'm going to see more baseball this year than I probably have in the last 20 years combined. And I've seen a decent amount of baseball because every single day. Because now, Brian, I used to travel the country constantly. And when I wasn't traveling the country constantly, yeah. I had a two-hour minimum commute, daily commute, back and forth, total. 
I've, that's go. I've, I'm gone from 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 that to literally now. My desk in my office upstairs in my house is North American headquarters for Out of the Park Developments, and so I've got my office. And because of what I do, I've got you know the two TV situation. You you hooked me up with this TV I have right. The top TV is going to have the MLB TV yep. app up and running all day every day connected mm-hmm. through either the PlayStation or the uh, or the Xbox. You got like the multiple boxes for Yeah, the bottom like TV is going to be whatever's <laughs> a baseball games on cable cuz there's always baseball on cable, right? And then I'll have probably an iPad on my um on my desk here with the, you know, the MLB.tv app, you know, running whatever game is the is the second game. Like I'm going to see baseball every day. It's part of my job. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so exciting. I can't wait. Ah, it's going to be so good. <laughs> it is that time of year. Uh, it's uh, a lot of fun coming up, and I'm glad we got to uh, get back together, Rich, yes, and get things going again. Um, it was fun to get to talk about it. I'm, I'm really looking forward to you know the, more games coming and interesting news and and stuff that I'm anticipating will be happening in the months ahead. And buckle up. Uh, yeah, MLB the show next month, and out of the park baseball next month, and uh, and we'll see. We'll go from there. Um, it's going to be interesting, to, yes. at least, uh, which which I'm which is welcome. Uh, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. And so thanks, Rich. I'm I'm glad we got to talk again, and we'll do it again soon. Coming up, uh, we'll, we'll have plenty more to talk about. Sounds great. Can't wait. <laughs>